time moves by so extremely fast and quick. I told myself, okay, you can have one break week, but one break week quickly turned into two break weeks. And the second one, I was just feeling so uninspired, so not creative and just so unmotivated, honestly. As I was doing research, on it i realized that i didn't actually want to talk about it because it was a pretty complicated situation just the way that social media had perceived the situation kind of just irked me a little bit because i felt like especially a lot of us in the black community we don't have a lot of experience with marriage and we don't realize how beneficial it can be if it's done with the right person for the right reasons at the right time. Um, I'm definitely pro-marriage, but I mean, everybody is not. But anyways, y'all, that's my whole spill about that. But I decided I didn't want to talk about that. And I wanted to talk about something more meaningful than a hot topic. This past week was really rough for me. Can't lie. I've just been going through the motions. I've been in Dallas over a year. Very grateful, very blessed. Um, but my apartment lease is going to be up in a few months. And so it's like, okay, either you're going to sign a, another lease here or you can find somewhere else to go in Dallas or just find somewhere else to go altogether. And so I'm like, okay, those are, you know, that's a lot of possibilities. Regardless, I got to figure something out. It's just, it's coming to that time and the time came so quick to me but it's about that time so I have to make that decision and also I'm just I don't know if it's mercury retrograde or what I just have been feeling so exhausted the highlight of every one of my days has been me going to the gym because that's the only thing that brings me happiness and joy <laughs> just kidding no break eating breakfast every morning actually does that too yeah it's just been really hard for me to find joy in the little things which I don't like um but I just feel like I've been really going through the motions I've had I had a prayer session kind of just vent session with my aunt with my auntie Shout out to my auntie because she prayed for me and I really love the prayer that she said for me basically was like, whatever I decide to do, you know, God just lead me. And I've kind of been on a spiritual journey. I feel like I've been listening to more gospel music and things. And I talked to my mom and she was like, have you ever thought about fasting? Now me personally, just because of my own medical history, I don't think that I should abstain from food and a lot of stuff that people already like eat a lot of I already kind of avoid for my own personal reasons so I was like I don't really know what I would do when it comes to food I would say social media but I take social media breaks honestly every few weeks I might delete the apps for a couple days but I also want to use those platforms to grow my podcast and and grow my personal brand so I feel like it would kind of not be good to delete those at this moment but also I'm like you know what I could fast from I feel figured out what I'm gonna pass from I'm not gonna share it but I, I figured out what I'm what I can pass from that's not food so coming into this new month I'll be 
fasting from that. So it doesn't always have to be food. It could be something like sugar. It could be you're not gonna you're not gonna eat dairy or red meat or whatever. You know, if you feel like that you have to drink coffee every day, maybe instead of drinking three cups, you only drink one. Or you know, just do without something and uh, try to get closer to God. So that's basically what I'm doing, and that is if that's your beliefs. So that's what I plan on doing in May fasting and just trying to get spiritually more in touch with myself because it's okay to feel uncertain but I feel like when you go a long time with feeling uncertain it's not healthy and that's kind of where I've been at I hate to be that person well actually I don't hate to be that person I believe in astrology God made the planets and the stars, unpopular opinion, but God made the planets. I feel like God made the planets and the stars or whatever higher power that you believe in, right? If you believe in a higher power. And so I would be crazy to think, this is just my opinion. I feel like it would be crazy to think that the the moon and the stars and the sun, that that doesn't affect us, you know, here on earth. And Mercury retrograde has been showing its tail. I feel like I've been and I had fog ever since April 21st, Well, really before then, the whole like bottom half of April, it was kind of rocky for me. So with Mercury retrograde and all of that, they were saying the signs that it was going to hit the most. And of course, it's one of my signs but the reason why I do like astrology is not because you can use it as an excuse to absolve yourself from behavior bad behavior or use it as an excuse but like you can learn so much about yourself or even challenge yourself to grow from it so the main themes of Mercury retrograde is I know social media talks a lot about like X is coming back but what I take from it is like a evaluation period reevaluate your life things changing in a way that you might not have thought that they were going to change and things just taking a different course so I kind of stay mentally prepared for stuff like that because I'm like okay it's, it was going on what's happening what's happening so yeah that's just been my mindset but I think I determined today really it could have been yesterday but I determined that I am going through a quarter life crisis I turned 25 in less than six months or really probably just about six months. And so 25 is one of those milestone ages like, you know, 25, 30, 50, like 21. Like those are milestone ages. So I couldn't have imagined this year going the way that it has. I have literally been in my own bubble working on myself all year so far. And I see me finishing out the year doing the same thing like I have not been dating. I am I haven't been drinking and I decided to be completely sober. So the last drink I had was in it's been over. Oh my gosh. I last time I drank was in March. So I made it a whole month already. Congratulations to me. Like I didn't even realize that. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that it'd been a whole month. Um but yeah, I decided I don't drink anymore. No liquor, wine, seltzers, none of it. I just decided I just didn't want to put it in my body. And I've honestly been feeling so, so, so good. Um, It just wasn't agreeing with me. And I feel like that's fine. And now looking at society and looking at, like, how people socialize, I realize, like, 
you know, a lot of our society is based around socializing with alcohol. And I'm like, wow, that's so crazy. Like, I never really, you know, paid attention to it before. But I guess just because I don't anymore, it's like, dang, everybody be drinking. Those have been the things. And I've been in the gym like it's it's another job. <laughs> so those are things that I've been doing this year. But yeah, I definitely feel like I'm going through my quarter life crisis now you may be asking yourself is that a real thing it is a real thing people have written books about it and have done studies on it okay i know that was y'all it's a little bit of a switch up i definitely had to get some things off my my head and off my mind off my heart off my soul hopefully you know somebody can listen to this and hear this and like okay I felt that before I'm feeling that same thing now because whether you're turning 30 or whether you're turning 40 or 50 or whatever you know you always have those moments of uncertainty or like well, what should I do next I'm, I'm super grateful for, for where I'm at but It's been hard for me to just be in this moment with a lot of things just seeming like they're not stable. So for me, stability is such a big thing. So my name is Savannah Ray. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to get into what is a quarter life crisis and what you can do to help kind of soothe yourself a little bit or try to work through it because I can't say that this is this is will be a solution to it because this could very very well be going on until the end of this year for me or it might be over with at the end of this month it might be over with next week or tomorrow who even knows but just when you get when you get in those feelings what are some things that you can do to center yourself so that's what we'll be talking about today an article written for forbes magazine reads have you been considering quitting your job selling all of your possessions and moving to another country do you feel unsatisfied in your life and feel stuck and unsure of how you'll find your way out and for me personally like i literally was thinking like should i just sell my car and move to a city where it's like more walkable because I do want to be in a more walkable city like all of those things cross my mind not necessarily moving to another country but like just a fresh new start and so it continues if so you may be going through a quarter life crisis the concept of having a crisis in your mid to late 20s isn't new it's something young people have been going through to varying degrees for several decades While there are definitely very different definitions for a quarter-life crisis, here's the Wikipedia definition. A crisis involving anxiety over the direction and quality of one's life, which is most commonly experienced in a period ranging from a person's early 20s up to their mid-30s. It's hard to give a clear definition of what a quarter-life crisis is because It's different for each individual and can happen at different ages for young adults as well. There are no universal symptoms or one size fits all diagnosis. But one thing is certain, if you believe you're going through a crisis, then you probably are. While the idea of a crisis might feel scary, if you recognize what's happening now and address how you're, you'll not only feel happier and more confident in yourself and your decisions, you'll prevent yourself from going through a midlife crisis in 20 years. As strange as this sounds, This crisis is a good thing. It's your opportunity to reflect upon the choices you've made in your life and examine if those same choices align with the person you are today. So 
with that info, I really, all of that really resonated with me. And like I said, it kind of just aligns right now with me with Mercury being in retrograde. That is very much a reflect type of energy, I would say. It's just like a reflection type of energy. And that's the type of energy I'm on. Like, I just realized recording this that I've hit a month of being sober and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> like, I'm just living day to day trying to, I, I'm really almost hyper focused on the future to the point where I'm not living in the moment. And even though I do express my gratitude and I am very grateful for everything that I have currently, it's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> okay, what's next? Right? This Forbes article really gives a good way to kind of help yourself when you're feeling like this. It's not by, it's it's not going to be a quick fix, right? So even if I am unhappy with things, quitting my job and moving across the country is not going to fix that feeling of uncertainty I have in my head. I'm just going to be uncertain in a new location, right? This is what the Forbes article continues to read. Usually once someone realizes they're going through a crisis, they want to start fixing the problem by quitting their job, ending a relationship, or moving to another city. But this isn't the time to make drastic changes. It's a time to slow down and hit the pause button so you can reflect and better understand how you got to where you are today. In order to better understand yourself and why you're feeling unhappy, you have to learn how to become more mindful mindfulness is simply taking a moment to stop and become aware of your thoughts feelings body sensations and your environment in real time it's through the process of learning how to identify your thoughts and feelings in the moment that you can start to better understand your motivations patterns of thinking and what drives your behavior so for me i literally have already talked about this but healing learning mental health none of that is a linear experience so it's not like oh okay boom i've reached 100 percent. i'm 100 percent healed i'm i'm 100 percent mentally healthy no it's really like a day by day hour by hour experience one day i could be feeling so good so mentally healthy checked in meditate in the morning journal at night house is super clean i'm just feeling and flowing and other times i can literally just be so drained energy at negative 100 house looking a mess which is what it's looking like now just kind of not in tune with myself which is not good but sometimes you just need a reminder to say hey check in with yourself and why I do the things that I do why do you wake up in the morning and do this so the article continues to read make this a daily habit every day take time to check in with yourself and observe your thoughts and feelings several times a day check in with yourself and ask how am I feeling Start writing down what you've noticed so you can see any patterns. And I know for me, like, there are some things in my life that cause me great anxiety. So, you know, I'll be using this this practice myself, but I definitely do want to start getting up earlier in the morning so that I can meditate, move my body a little bit because I sit down at a desk for eight hours, you know, out of the day. So move around a little bit, maybe even take a walk if I have time. And I want to start praying, meditating, and journaling. But it's that's easier said than done, y'all. I am no perfect person. I can have these attentions, and tomorrow I may only do one of those things. Or I may, I, I usually pray or talk to God throughout the day, but I really do want to get into a routine. We'll talk about that in a little while, but it's very hard for me to get into routines. Back to the art. Going back to the beginning, 
Your thoughts and beliefs about yourself in the world around you came from somewhere. Think about what your parents and caregivers said to you growing up. Reflect upon what you saw as a kid and how that affects how you see yourself. This is your opportunity to look at your life through realistic expectations and, def- and define how you're going to be in it separate from everything you've learned. Now, this is something I've been constantly working on is healing my inner child and my childhood it's so crazy like when I was in it I didn't realize how horrible it was now looking back and I'm able to reflect on a lot of things it's just a lot of things that I didn't realize I was still holding trauma for it and it's a saying I don't know I feel like this is from a I don't know if this is from a song or where this saying is from but it's like my scars let me know that my past is real or something like I heard that I, I don't know if I see that on TikTok or what but like your your scars let you know like you've been through something you, you've been you've been through that that definitely did happen but I've been reflecting on how I was raised and what do I believe what do I want so I definitely think if you've never thought back to your childhood really deeply like the things that you went through not saying that everybody had a traumatic childhood but even if it was a healthy childhood have you strayed from that or have you kept those same morals the book that I've been reading by the way that really helped me kind of just really dig into it is all about love by bell hooks the book has been going viral it's like a 20 30 year old book but that book is literally timeless Um, I would recommend it to anybody, but for me personally, I have to take breaks reading it because it's a very powerful book, but if you're looking to more, more into self-love, loving others, just how to be a kind, gentle person and just how to be healthy mentally, I definitely would recommend that book. So you have to understand you now, now that you have a better understanding of where the thoughts and beliefs came from. Start to think about, based on your own experiences as an adult, what you value and how you want to live your life. Identify what it means to be successful, what it means to you to live a happy and healthy life. It's okay that what you thought would make you happy when you were a kid doesn't make you happy now. Now, me personally, yes, all of that, yes. And it took me a long time to even come to this realization because growing up, (laughs) my mom has been teaching for like over 30 years so I wanted to be a teacher like her so whenever somebody would ask me you know I would say oh I want to be a teacher (laughs) as I grew up and I realized how little teachers make I was like oh never mind so I didn't really know what I wanted to do I think that had to have been elementary school I started getting involved with the tv news at school they had a news and all throughout school I would be newspaper news something with that writing stories poetry like I was just creative in that way so when it came time for college that's kind of how I molded myself because I knew that I was creative and it has blossomed into my love for audio now which I love podcasting and that's what I do for work as well so I'm constantly working with audio and listening to stories and telling stories because that's interesting to me I like writing them I like writing them but I also like listening to them too because I love music as well so I said all that to say you know I might have to check in and see what other passions or what other skills do I have and what other paths do I want to go down not saying to abandon this one completely because I don't don't think I would ever stop editing 
audio or stop editing video because it's a skill that I have and I actually like doing it. So, you know, explore other options. Also, that makes me think about what I've been thinking of, which is marriage. And I feel like we've been, I'm kind of, this is a tangent. We kind of been socialized to like, okay, you know, you'll have babies, you'll get married, this and the third. And I know for sure that I do want to get married, but I'm not sure if I want to have kids. And that's me being so real, y'all. I don't really know because in this world, so many bad, like you can literally send your child out to school and you, you, we live in America, you know what happens. So not even just that, but because black women, we have a, a way higher chance of dying during childbirth than any other race. So all of that just, plus in my own, my own family history and my own personal health reasons. I'm like, I don't know if I'm making that a priority in my life and that's fine. I'm only 24. So I feel like I shouldn't be thinking about that anyways, but as time passes, you know, I might change my mind about that. But that's why it's important to go ahead and check in with yourself. Because the person I was, even in January, is still is not the person that I am today. Letting go of judgment and being kind to yourself. Throughout this entire process, it's critical that you let go of any judgment you have for yourself or for the people around you. Looking into your past isn't about placing blame on your parents or caregivers. And it's not about blaming or criticizing yourself for choices you've made. Very few people know exactly what they want to do with the rest of their lives when they're young. The process of learning about yourself is lifelong, and no one knows exactly what they're doing. So accept your humanness and be kind to yourself. And this one right here is really hard for me because when I went back in my childhood, I was looking at my mom like, dang girl, what's up? Like, I don't really know. I don't really know right now, but I have to realize that she's not perfect. Even though she's my mom, she's still human. You know, we kind of put our parents on the, on a pedestal. They're not they're not perfect. They make mistakes, and I'm sure could have did something differently, she would have did it or if she wanted to do something differently, she would have did it. So, I can't sit here and blame her or blame myself or criticize myself either because I'm not a thousand percent over the moon disagreeing with everything that I've done up until now but I'm not gonna sit up here and beat myself up about it either like what's done is done you can't go back and change the past it's just how you move forward from it because we're all human nobody is perfect nobody 100% knows the game out of the womb like everybody makes mistakes everybody's been in a bad relationship every everybody's been in a bad friendship it's a part of life and if you don't know the lows, then, you know, you won't be as grateful for those highs. The article then reads an acronym to help you remember what to focus on during this process. And it's called PAUSE. So the P is for practicing mindfulness. A is acknowledging your past. U is understand your now. S is stop judging yourself. And E is enjoy the process because the process is what we like to call life and honestly no matter how dirty my house is now <laughs> um no matter how unhappy I'm feeling about certain things in my life I'm still gonna do things that make me happy like y'all went to a boxing class today I've been talking about going to a boxing class for the longest and literally all I had to do was just book it that's all I had to do was just book it and I'm sore right now, but I'm so happy that I went because it was just something different. It was movement. 
It was, you know, a way to get out into community. I met people while I was there. They don't necessarily have to be my best friends, but just talking to other people because I am by myself a lot. Like I'm just, I sit in my room, you know, once a week and talk to y'all through a mic, but I'm by myself. <laughs> so interacting with others, that was, that was cool too. Let's finish out this, this Forbes article. <laughs> How long will this take? There's no concrete answer to this question, which is why it's so frustrating. It's important to remember that getting through a quarter-life crisis isn't a race. It's a process. When you're unhappy with your life and unsure of what will make you happy, it's uncomfortable. That discomfort will make you think you need to figure it all out ASAP. But don't make any decisions just to feel better at that moment. Instead of focusing on when will this end, Focus on your personal growth. Every three months, carve out some time to reflect upon what you've learned about yourself, what you like and don't like, what changes you made, and how you feel each day. This will help you stay focused on your ultimate goal, which is to feel better and feel like you're moving in the right direction. Before you know it, you'll look up and notice your whole life has changed. While right now it may feel like you're never, you'll never find a way out of this crisis, you will. If you acknowledge there's a problem, practice pause and focus on understanding yourself and what you want for your life. You'll get to the other side of the crisis and reap the benefits. This is an excellent article written for Forbes by Tess Brigham, and she's also the author of True You, a step-by-step guide to conquering your quarter-life crisis. I may or may not be picking it up. That's my business, but if I do, I'll let y'all know. But yeah, this was a really great article, and information will be linked in the description. But yeah, I got a lot from that because I was looking up, um, am I having a quarter-life crisis? And then I'm looking at everything that they're saying. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely having a quarter-life crisis. What can I even do about it? And it's just really just checking in with you. This is pivotal moments, pivotal times. It's like I'm watching people I went to high school with. Some of them are married. Some of them have kids. And I'm just like, wow, I'm just trying to figure out what I am going to eat tomorrow and figuring out (laughs) just like the little stuff. So I just... That's just to put things into perspective, not to compare. Yeah, you just have to check in with yourself. And that's why I feel like meditation is so important because you literally have to be quiet and just be with your thoughts. And when I tell y'all that is so hard for me, which I feel like I have undiagnosed ADHD, maybe. So, and I know I have anxiety for sure. So that is literally the hardest thing for me to just sit and just be just be quiet and check in but those check-ins are so important that's kind of why I like the gym a lot too because I don't have to worry about outside forces and I can just work on me but that's the outside you have to do the inner work as well thank you all for listening to another episode of the radiant podcast if you know somebody who's 24 and a half and maybe going through a quarter-life crisis send this podcast to them 